How's it going, everybody? How the devil are you? Let me get myself set up as we welcome you to the gentleman's talk. Here we go. Let's get it ready. You know this. You, I've, I've been watching fucking TikTok lately, and there's this guy on there called Bevo. Um, typical fucking Brit, really. I'm not going to lie to you. If you get a chance, look at him. Have a check out. I've been a fucking dick to him just because he's, <laughs> he doesn't feel real. But he says this thing. He goes, you know the score. You know the rules. If you don't know the rules, go learn the rules. You know the rules. <laughs> it's been fucking addicted to me. I've been addicted to it for the last couple of days because I'm thinking, what the fucking hell? So basically, I'm giving him the algorithm. Giving it, I'm paying his fucking bills because I'm pissed off with him. <laughs> anyway, how the devil are you? Welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk. Lots to digest, lots to mull over. So much. And uh, Do you know what? I know there'll be some listeners that'll probably go, fucking, what are you doing, James? You know, you were doing three or four of these a week, and now you're doing one every fucking nine million years. Um, no, I just, it's trying to get enough content. Not, uh, I say that in the wrong word. That sounds like I, I need to find content. Um, I, I mean, I don't, but it's trying to make sure that you, we've, I've got things that are, you know, that are relatable. I'm really heavily involved in uh, mental health and stuff, so I get involved in lots of things. So, I don't know, it was, it, I've just, I've been enjoying the process of really mulling it over, and, and it fits in quite nicely with my lifestyle. So I apologise for the sporadic, um, sporadic podcasts. However, hopefully the content is rich enough for you. That's the main point, isn't it? It's rich enough. It's getting those juices flowing, um, getting you thinking about the future, motivating you, um, showing that there's, you know, we all go through fucking hard, tough times, and we all have different paths, and we're all doing different journeys, but we can all be a positive part. By the way, that's the rain kicking off in the background of me. But I wasn't going to turn it off. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to fucking uh, turn it off like I'm God. Um, <laughs> and what I meant is I wasn't going to turn the podcast off because of the noise. Because my voice hopefully echoes over it. Um, so yeah. So I've had. You know, it's lots to talk about. Lots to mull over. Um, I'm certainly watching uh, people in my own little support network really progress. Um, and it's because they're, they're finally doing things um, that they should be doing. And, and I say that in a, in in a positive sense. Um, what, what do you mean, James? Well, you've all know that I talk about certain people along the journey. One person I'm going to give a shout out today who is really, um, it's one of those ones where you don't want to over egg it, but at the same time, recognition is the importance. And he's been smashing the gym out lately. He knows who he is. Nelly. Nelly, you've probably heard from, um, hired him on the, on the lives we used to do. Need to get them back locked in, actually, to be fair. Um, I just need to get a bit more consistency. All the things that I talk about, I'm doing slightly wrong, hence the reason why it's a bit difficult for me. But I've been watching him, and do you know what? He's been motivating me indirectly because I've been watching him rinse and repeat accountability. He's saying all these really positive words. He's taking accountability for his future. He's looking at a second job to get some extra beer tokens in. Excuse me. I've had a big glass of water because I'm hydrating. Um, but, yeah, he's been... But, just listening to his positive mental attitude, just listening to the way he's talking, um, you know, and, and, and that's the importance is, you know, he's been listening to me since day dot, you know, well before I even did when I was doing the videos on YouTube and all sorts. What sort of videos do you say, James? Not sex ones. Lock it up. Um, <laughs> can be arranged for money. It's so tight. Cost of living. <laughs> anyway, sound like I got Tourette's there. Um, but what I mean is, uh, you know, but, but listening to his positive mental attitude. So, we, you know, he's in the support network. You know, I've motivated him as much as he's motivated me. It's a real positive um, cohesion of friendship. And, um, you know, he's been soldiering on, doing his own path. And that's the importance. Is the, the importance of it is, you know, watching him be positive and watching him, you know, lose weight, more confidence, um, you know, just... Just his general attitude is is positive, you know. Um, you can see, you can see it visually in 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 the way that he's posting on social media. All good stuff, and that's the importance of understanding, um, you know, what what it's like. So be positive, you know. And he's done all those right things along the journey. This is a prime example of what it takes, you know. He's he's finally and bearing in mind, you know, since day dot, we're talking two and a half years. Probably when I was doing the videos and he was watching a few of my videos when I did my other fucking venture that I went off on. And um, you know, he's um 
he's been there. So he's been along. He's been there for the ups, downs, lows, lefts, rights, ups, down. He's been through the up, down, left, rights, up, downs himself, fucking sideways, roundabouts himself in this last two and a half years. And um, I've watched him significantly take control the last three months. Now, the reason I say three months is an emphasis point here is because it, it took him, and this is by no means negative for him or for anybody listening, but what I'm saying is we've all got different time scales for when we realise or when we want to make the effort. And um, what I mean by that is, you know, is him listening to me, like, beat on about fucking mental health and ups and downs and all this jazz. He's been listening to me and going, yeah, yeah, it's there, take it on board. And I've been watching him try here and there, here and there, you know, a little bit of dieting, a little bit of exercise, and then it stops. And, you know, in, in positive ways, again, this is all from the heart. So, you know, please be bear that in mind. Um, so I don't know, I was, I was going to stutter there, and I, did, I don't normally stutter, so I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, this, is a, this is a new feeling. <laughs> is this what happens when you get in the 40s, just random shit starts? Could be. It could be. I don't know. I'm I, My back aches like I'm fucking 90, so I just, anything can be around the corner. Anyway, I digress. So um, I've been watching his positive mental attitude because what he's done in the last two and a half years is he was ready. So despite what he was doing and despite everything else, he took a lengthy time away from the, the bad stuff. He took a lengthy time away from alcohol and he, and he focused on the gym. He focused on losing weight until he realized that actually I didn't need to cut myself short. I can now manage the alcohol in the in the fun content that it can be. So he's not drinking religiously, fucking liters a week or whatever. You know, not saying he was, but I'm saying um, he may he may well have done. You know, I mean, I can drink a, a fucking liter of a liter of fucking gin in a weekend, no problems. That rain's coming down a heavy one. Just pretend it's like um, that app. You know, the app Calm, and, so, and it's I'm fucking talking to you, and there's rainfall. So you, you never know; he might fall asleep. <laughs> so if you listen to it, it might subside in a little bit. But I'm going to soldier on. Um, so you know, but he's taken, he's listened to all these points, and you know, he's taken charge. Eventually, he got there through you know whatever means it was, whatever fucking switch clicked in his head, he was ready, and he started talking more positively. He started focusing. He does have his bad days. We all have the bad days. That's the acknowledgement. But what he's doing, and this is what he's indirectly doing now, and doesn't even probably realise he is doing it, but he's taking a step back when he needs to, recharging, and then and then coming back out with gusto. And that's the importance, is taking that time away when you need it. So that's, the, that's often what most men don't do. Most men get to a point... And they'll just, they'll literally just, they will soldier on. I said it a second ago, I said that um, subconsciously in the back of my head because that's ingrained in me. Soldier on, what does that mean? Well, it, exactly what it says in the sentiment. I'm, you know, I'm ex-forces, it's soldier on. You just make do, soldier on, get on with it. And it's, it, we say it subconsciously and a lot of men are driven like that. So you just keep soldiering on until you fucking go, Wow. And then you have these outbursts and all that sort of stuff. And this is all the, you know, th this is the similar rhetoric to him and his past. He was doing those, going along, muddling through, you know, fucking, you know, doing what's best for himself, what he thinks is best, you know, just fucking doing whatever makes do. And then he got to a point where actually, no, I'm going to take control of myself now. I've seen a change in my dad, actually, which is a fantastic thing. So my dad is, you know, he, he, he wants to get a bit of time back and enjoy a bit of time. So he goes to snooker with me every Wednesday. Absolutely fucking brilliant. I love it. It's great. It's good bonding time. It's good time to talk. And it's also a good time for me to show my side in terms of um, my normal side. And what do I mean by that? Well, I was raised very um, strictly, if you like. You know, never swore in front of my parents. Um, didn't, you know, I was, it was very, it, 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 it sounds negative, but it was, it, I mean, in today's standard, it would have been a negative upbringing in today's standard. And, but I don't see it as a negative because it's given me the fucking foundation and the strength uh, and the fight, the, the confidence, the competitiveness, <laughs> competitiveness. It's given me everything. My upbringing has given me everything to get to the point of where I am now, where I am driving forward, getting what I want out of life, the promotions, the education. I'm doing myself now. I'm not fucking around with anybody else. I've, I've taken control the last three years. Um, predominantly, mostly the last two, I would say, is where I've really fucking excelled. 
And in the last two years, I went fucking right. Now's the time to shine, James. You're 40, and I was 40 year old. I took it, like I said, I took a jump at 39 to start my career again. Jumped in at fucking 39. Bumbled my way through the first year, second year, strong as fuck, third year, get out of the way, I want to go somewhere next. And, and, I, and that sounds bullshit, but it's not. It's my journey. I'm not upsetting anybody on the way, if anybody, if anything. I'm doing completely the opposite. I want to make as many friends as I can along the way to make my journey through employment fun and exciting. The same as life. I, I've, I've discarded, not I've discarded again, it's, it's trying to not use negative, negative phrasings, but <clears throat> I've, I've looked at all my friendship groups and seen whose value. And what I mean by value is, do they put in as much as I put in? Is, am I not putting in enough because I don't want to put in enough and this is a struggled fucking friendship? In which case, it's not really a fucking fair thing to do. I've done all that. I've been through that phase. I've now got this little group around me that, that I, I talk to in different capacities and I, and I value every single one of them. Um, and they all know that. that everybody, every one of them knows how much I value them. Um, so for me, that's a real, that, that's what I'm trying to nurture. I'm trying to change the outlook of being the old James where I was bolshy, brash, fucking fighting, um, you know, drinking loads, just a really fucking negative, you know, I was raised, I was raised in the fucking 80s, up through the 90s where we drank Mad Dog 2020. And then I was raised through a drinking culture in the fucking military, you know, for 11 to 12, 12 years. So, you know, it's kind of, and then I stayed around of that drinking culture for, because it just felt the thing to do. And I've done all that. This is really where the last two years I've said, no, I I, I go for valued events in terms of, you know, creating valued memories at these events, not just fucking going for them for the sake of them. Or, you know, I really, really, I really focus on what's important to get out of life, get as many memories as you can involve as many people as you can that you know are going to bring a positive element and like i said with you know as i digress around to the right as i always do um that's the importance of nurturing the right friendships and and the reason i say that i'm do i know that i'm doing this right and this is the thing that i've done since day dot is i i i actually even now i i secretly move away from people that are negative and what i mean by that is if you're a negative person, I'll keep, I, I will try and make as many friends as possible. But if I notice at one point you're not in it for anything other than yourself, I'll just secretly move away. And I just, you know, and what I say secretly, I mean, as in like, I'm not going to be a dickhead and go fucking see her, but I will just disengage and go, okay, that I, there's nothing there until it gets to the point where that person realizes there's nothing there. And, and I suppose you could look at that as ghosting and it is an element of ghosting. But but uh, which is quite a negative thing. But I just think if that person is bringing negativity into your life, then just don't involve them, even if they're in a forced acquaintance. You've you've heard recently in the last podcast couple of podcasts, I've had a very 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 difficult month. And what do I mean by that? Well, I I've reflected heavily um, on a lot of things, and there's there's. One of the, I've had a pretty couple of dark, I, I have had a couple of dark days and I'm going to try and explain those dark days. And, and that was the build up really of sort of, um, you know, be a good friend. This is, this is breaking in now to the, so the, what I mean by be a good friend, what I mean by why have I spoke about Nelly? Well, I spoke about Nelly because I showed the importance of him listening, learning, developing when it's right for him, moving forward, taking charge, taking accountability doing what's right for him, still having fun, but managing the fun. Effectively, you now you've now taken control of your life. When you're managing whether you can have a drink or have whatever you want to have, um, when you when you take control of that and you physically say, no, that's it, I didn't need that, and you have to do that with a lot of things in life, is make sure that you take control. Stop doing it for a little while just to show you that you have control of it. Um, and he's done that. He took that long period of, you know, um, no alcohol, fitness, 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 really, really like tried to force the mindset through a very difficult process. Um, 75 and hard, I think it was called, which was 75 straight days of just doing these um, certain things. Um, 
and it was really he you know he got i think to day 60 odd i think it was which is absolutely commendable he was he was so close to the end but it was it's a, a tough feat first time round but at the same time you know he was in that process he was fasting for 24 hours he was trying all sorts he was really forcing that change in his mind when he's come out of it he did reg regress a little bit for a couple of weeks and then straight away went and got a gym membership and took control because he realized now i can still do those things i can still have a drink but what i can do is i can do the fitness i can do the husband dad father whatever he needs to do and starts taking control of his life but at the same time i get a bit of free time to do what i need to do go and see my friends do whatever because i'm in a responsible process and that's the importance of growing that's the import. Sorry, I was just gonna. Um, that's the importance of growing. That's the importance of adapting, evolving. All really key words in in the process of managing your mental health. And that's where you know, be good friends. You know, we've been good friends now for. Well, I mean, we, I've known each other. We've known each other since you know, roughly around school. But I would say we've really been good friends for the last sort of three three years. I think, which is you know, really really, and we spoke a lot. We know a lot about each other. Really, really. So it's a really good friendship. And he's been, whilst I've been a bit low, which is what I'm going to sort of break into in a minute. Why I've been a bit low, sort of a bit of reflection. Um, I've been monitoring my friends, and my friends have been there to pick me up. And I've had a friend, you know, my best friend that's engaged with me. Um, at, uh, when we were playing snooker and sort of opened up helped me open up a little bit and, and talk about these things I've got friendships in work that have evolved into trustworthy amazing relationships in terms of like um, you know in terms of our our colleagues and how we integrate with each other and how we support each other so a lot's evolved there's been some ups there's been some downs but because I have the right people around me as I throw my hand round in a circle, in but you can't see that. Um, as I, because I've got the right people around me. That's the mentality that I'm keeping positive. So even when I've had a dark day, and when I say I've had a dark day, I've had a pretty dark day. Um, so I sort of break into that, and and you know this this sort of falls into really the what I want to talk about. And like I said, I'm going through my own journey. I'm going through my own ups and downs. And I've been reflecting quite heavily on the last couple of podcasts, really. Um, mainly the one that I was talking about, um, what do you call it? <laughs> the, the incident, shall we say, <laughs> the, of me taking on my new job, like a massive stress. That stress is still sat with me. It has done for a couple of weeks. It's evolved into a lot more. Um, and it's evolved into a lot less as well. And this is because of my mentality. This is because of how I'm trying to process things. So we have the good news story. You know, we have the win-win with, with Nelly. That's a really good pertinent point there. As I break into sometimes when I don't have a the best of times, the importance of good friendships and evolving in those good friendships, it means that you eradicate stress. It means that you have an open dialogue with somebody that's going to willing to listen and and understand you and I'm going to I'm going to break into that in a, in a really good context in a minute so <clears throat> that stress is still sat with me and I've reflected really heavily you know me and me and the person involved we haven't spoke we didn't speak for three and a half weeks bearing in mind he's directly involved in, in with my day-to-day -day work activity um so it was a real difficult time but but I broke down the barrier I opened up some dialogues and got it moving forward did it resolve the issue no there isn't there's there's clear tensions there um, we're both adults and, you know, I think the person involved knows deep down he's fucked up um, by talking to me the way he did before such a big event in my life. Not very supportive. And, you know, I think that that affected me. And even, you know, even the, the issue of him saying why he did it, you know, didn't sit right with me. I was like, you can't you can't turn it on me anyway. So I reflected quite heavily on that. <clears throat> And then because it had affected my day-to-day my -day running, because obviously now I've been ostracised a little bit, unfortunately, I've had a real shit three weeks, I'll be honest, or two weeks since I last spoke to you. And in that two weeks, I've been ostracised. I've literally, no one's, I don't get any communications. There's no conversations with my, my boss and colleagues. It's just kind of, and I don't see this as my colleague, but there's no direction, there's no nothing. It's literally just almost completely i've been it's been a horrible horrible place for a couple of weeks almost bordering felt a little bit like bullying but i don't want to say bullying because it's you know it is you've got to be careful how you use that context and i've been bullied before but it, you could put it in that drama in that area you could perceive it as a form of bullying because 
you know, you're almost gone like, I know I've fucked up. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to engage with you until, and even when you do, even afterwards, we didn't engage again for another week or so. It really hit him hard and it hit us both hard, I think. So I reflected quite heavily on that. And then because I hadn't been hearing about the new job, and had a formal uh, notification. I was really stressing because I've kind of told people, you know, that, well, close people to me, you know, that I've gone for a job and I've been accepted, um, but I'm still waiting and I'm just, it's a frustrating point and I don't deal with stress very well. So, you know, I there was an evening um, last week where on a Tuesday evening and I just, I was at home and, you know, it was a real stressful day. I'd had a day of meetings. I didn't really feel involved too much. It was just... I don't know. It was, a, it was a real difficult day for me. And, and we all get them. We all get them. And I just didn't want to engage with anybody. I didn't feel like I was part of the team. I felt I'd almost disconnected so much myself. And this is where I do take on board the growth of understanding my own process and mental health was in actual fact. And this is the epiphany sort of thing. As you talk and understand it, even now I unpick things that even though, because <clears throat> I'm, we all know I'm emotionally driven. So yeah, have I over-egged it? Probably. Was it the wrong, you know, was it the wrong talk? No, it wasn't the wrong talk, just the right time. But I didn't deal with that. I got emotionally charged by it. So I then decided to push myself away or pull myself away, which I then started blaming them. And then you go through this real difficult time. And it just got to the point where I was like, right, I'm fucking stressed out. We'd had a long evening. Um, we didn't finish work till six o'clock. I went in and I literally was like, fuck, I haven't cooked anything. The kids come down. They were like, fucking, where's food? And I was like, all right, mate. Well, I've just finished work. It's six o'clock. Yeah, but tea's normally ready for six. Yeah, you're, you're fucking 16, mate. So then I, you can feel my blood boiling as I get to this point. And I'm already in a stress situation. I'd already told my family the day before I feel a little bit emotional at the moment. I'm a little bit charged, a little bit stressed because I, you know, I really want this job. I, you know, I'm, I'm, it's uncertain for me in my mind because I'm a control freak. I want that. Um, I, I want to get the confirmation and I want to know what I'm doing, my future. Am I staying? Am I going? Et cetera, et cetera which a lot of people can deal with. I can't. I really struggle. So I came in, I chucked in some fucking nuggets, and I was like, fucking just chuck them in the air fryer with some chips, you know, one of the old quick fucking doobie, <laughs> quick doobie teas. <laughs> fucking knocked it up. Anyway, served everyone up, and I was waiting for mine. I had seven minutes to go. So not only have I not eaten dinner because I was on meetings, my own fault. Again, I know it's my own fault. I was hungry. I was tired, and I was still waiting seven minutes. So I walked in <clears throat> to my daughter and said, you know, went to grab a, a chicken dipper, and uh, it didn't go down too well. She fucking threw a hissy fit at me, smashed my fucking hand out of the way. Well, I went fucking Sparko, just literally was like, what the fucking hell, you selfish cow? And literally, I knew I'd peaked then. And everybody, bear in mind, when I go off, like, you know, people think I'm fucking emotional. It's like, you haven't seen a fucking fully charged emotional James. Anyway, so I blew, I blew me fucking top. You know, I'd, I got stressed out. Um, and then it got to the point where everybody in the house ignored me for two days. And I went, okay, well, you know, I am obviously the arsehole. Um, <clears throat> and I, I, I lose, use the word arsehole loosely in the sense I was doing arsehole things. <laughs> I shouldn't have shouted. I shouldn't have been fucking Larry. You know, it's a house full of women, et cetera, et cetera. I shouldn't, I, I just shouldn't be like that. So I acknowledge the stress level. So <clears throat> I was, I knew I had snooker the next day. So what did I do? Broke into my friend. Bosh. Kieran turned up, playing snooker, fucking told him. Weight lifted off my shoulders is the best thing to say. <clears throat> he even said to me everything that I needed to hear. He was like, James, you know that you don't deal with stress. The way that you deal with stress is you fight. You're not a flight person, you're a fighter. So you're going to take any little fucking niggle to spark you up. He literally reeled off what I was how to deal with it, but it was the acknowledgement that somebody knew exactly how I'd react to the point where I was like, yeah, man, he was like, you just need to fucking step away because you are going to be the cause. And, you know, you already argue with your daughter because you're both so similar. Look at your dad and you for fucking 30 years. We, me and my dad clashed for years, like literally fucking clashed because we're so similar. He's like, don't do the same thing that you you do in the next generation. Learn from the mistakes. Now, you know, that was a mistake between you and your dad for years. So, you know, you, you're you're wrong. You're writing the wrong by spending a lot of quality time now, which, as I said, 
we're trying to make the effort and get to know the real people um you know it's i think it's really important i think it's good to have a father-son relationship <clears throat> just or, or any relationship between with your parents to be honest but i mean in this context it's good to have a father-son relationship but as you go as you grow older you don't really need to worry about the stress factor or the 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 respect factor sorry um because the respect is naturally there you know you you kind of go look mate we've had world fucking problems on our shoulder you know we let's just we're here for a fun good time you know not a long time let's have a fucking good time you get to an age and i'm at that age where i don't like the fucking drama i cannot be asked with drama i just want to get fucking drunk go to bed if i get drunk or go get drunk have a fucking good time go to bed i can't be asked with shouting i couldn't give a fuck about emotions in that sense so we evolve don't we we learn we grow older so and that's something that we're adapting and evolving and, and coming forward with so anyway <clears throat> digression 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 but him by him coming back to me and saying all of these good things this is how you react james it was like that stop thought of control yourself james you know you're losing control a little bit here it's not like you and even he said to me you know you've taken control of your life for the last six months i've seen a huge change in the way you interact with your family and the way you interact with your wife the way you interact with work and people just want to people are drawn to you this is what he was saying you know i'm not going to big myself up too much but and i was drawn by it i was like oh, mate, okay and it was that validation thing it was that validation that I that I that I, I literally crave, and a lot of us do crave, and you can see that booth through social media. We all put a post on because we want a like, because that's the validation. I know that a lot of us wouldn't think like that, and there is some of us that don't think like that, but I think the majority of us think like that. So we we all prefer we all want validation that our photo says that we look pretty, our you know post says that looks amazing because it should be amazing you know look you're in the fucking maldives cost you 10 grand mate it should be amazing <laughs> you know what i mean but what i'm saying is it's kind of like we you know we all want that validation we used to do it before like i was over my parents the other day and we were looking at old books of um old photo albums because that's what they used to do in the 80s was print everything off on polaroid stick it in a fucking a book we got my my baby book was a blue <clears throat> like padded book with an oval fucking circle in the top right hand corner it was blue and white like a marbly effect and um anyway i was so i was reminiscing over this fucking 80s and had that tracing paper in between i was reminiscing over this going these are fucking amazing social media is now kind of what we do for that now isn't it we you know we post it on but it's, instead of keeping it private in your attic pulling it down and having a look as a group you fucking show the world that's the only difference um but only fans <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> there's, there's no fucking, there's no holes barred in this fucking world. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, anyway, um, <clears throat> let me take a sip because I'm just going to, I'm just going to sup on some water. Look at me being healthy. So yeah, so it's importance of friendships, importance of everything. And like he helped me come to sort of light with things. I was hurt. I'm not going to lie to you. And a lot of people say, you know, there'll be people that say, oh, fucking hell, what are you hurt for, mate? It's only words. Yeah, it is words. But, um, you know, w when you're in a high stress situation, you're looking for, you know, your next career move. Is it the right career move? Are you doing the right thing? Are you jumping? You know, 90% or 99.9% .9 people around me were saying, you know, you need to go for the next level. Uh, but when that one person you know you've known for two years and worked for, worked with for two years basically says completely the opposite, you're like, is everyone lying to me? because i trust this guy and you know i'd only made him fucking artwork a couple of weeks before just to, to show my friendship and i was like mate this is like i said you know you make artwork for the right people and then literally a week and a half later he, you know does that so i was fucking hurt and suffering with um re rejection uh, sensitivity disorder which is part of the adhd really makes it powerful and a lot of people forget that and i and that's an uncontrollable thing if you think you're emotional or you get a little bit upset, you just fucking try RSD, you know, it's, it's, and it's out of your control, and I do, and I start overthinking, not only did he knock my confidence, then I started overthinking everything then, and I was like, fuck, this isn't me, I've been confident for years, but that's the power of words, and that's the power of, like I said, I, you know, I talk about Nelly at the start, the power of him changing his PMA, his positive mental attitude, talking positivity, shouting accountability, rah, 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 all the good stuff. He was saying the right things. But with that works in the same context of saying the wrong things. And, and I'm not going to put this into 
you know, I'm not going to, I am going to put this into this, but what I mean is, um, take this in the context it's meant, but that's the power of words can often affect or make the, the most major decisions. Now, I'm not saying in this case that this was the case with, with this incident, but three years ago, if that had been my boss three years ago and he'd done that to me and I was I was already, so th- you know what happened, you know, two years ago, sorry, you know what, what happened two years ago in December, I, I was my last attempt. Um, if I'd have heard that this December, bearing in mind it was December the 13th, um, of th- yes, it was. I'm trying to think. It was Friday. I can't remember. It was that close Friday, but I don't really want to remember it. But I will find it if you want to know. Um, but it was on that Friday. So we're talking days away from when I started my podcast because I wanted to take control of my mental health. And then how if that had affected me in the mindset then, that's the power of words. Now, I'm making a huge jump. I'm making a huge jump to a new a new level a new career advancement sitting at the adults table for the first time and I'm 42 that's a big move so I've worked hard for it though I've put fucking blood sweat and tears into my education knowledge experience my just my persona changing my people don't realize how much I've changed as a person by being as empathetic as I am is the easiest way to say that because if you listen to the starts of the podcast when I was slapping fucking colleagues in the face, shouting at people, and you were actually in the, the, that circle of anybody that knew me at those, that time, knew how fucking ruthless I was because I was mentally fucking scarred and I was going through depression and everything else. To be the empathetic leader person I am now, I get a fucking lot more results doing the, what, the way I do things now than I did then. And I get it. It's not about it's it's compassionate respect, not respect because I I need to respect him because he's going to fucking shout at me if I don't do it. He, I don't want that type of respect. That's scared respect. I look for people that I want to talk through, nurture, motivate, instill confidence in them, and I do that all the time. So you can imagine, the power of words are unbelievable. You could say the wrong thing at the wrong time to somebody just as much as you could say a right thing at the wrong time what do i mean by that your words can completely change someone's perception that's the power of words that's the power of true friends that's the power of having the right people around you is when you have the right people around you talking positively promoting positivity putting shit aside i had a friend actually that messaged me and I've got this friend, <clears throat> I've known him for a, a, a number of years, and um, we don't really talk too much. He kind of, I think his friendship side, I mentor him a little bit, to be fair, which I don't mind doing. Um, it, it's kind of like he's struggling a little bit. So we, we have this friendship, and I'm talking to him, and he, but he's very negative. He's very like, oh, I was in work today, my boss was a dick, and I was like, okay. Yeah, well, you know, all bosses are dicks. You don't sometimes realise the shit they've got on their side of their plate. And then he was like, yeah, but he, he doesn't listen or anything. And I went, yeah, well, he will listen, but he's probably listened to you and about fucking 40 other people saying different things. So he's probably got to you and just thought, fucking shut up and do your job. That's the reality, because then he's got to go up and do his bit. So, and then it was, um, oh, I've, I'm feeling fucking overweight. Okay, well, have you been to the gym? No, but... You know, I'm thinking about dieting. Oh, okay, well, that's not going to fucking work then. And you know when you sort of get that, that and then they were, um, they, he was going to uh, one of the uh, one of the cities, um, I think it was Basingstoke, actually. And uh, he said, oh, there's, there's, there's going to be loads of people there. And I was like, oh, okay. I said, but what does that mean? He was like, well, just my anxiety with people. I was like, okay, mate, I get that you've got anxiety. And then I messaged him back and said, look, you really need to start promoting positivity in the way you talk. I said, there's going to always be millions of people in this fucking world. There's nothing you can do about it. You either face the fear or you don't face the fear. You build yourself up. It wasn't tough love, but I said, it was a bit of tough love because it's been about six months of just fucking negativity. And I'm like, fuck, I can't. I'm really trying hard to make you feel positive and I'm trying to turn every word around, but it's draining me. So I was like, so I just got to the point where I was like, right, there's going to be millions of people. 
Okay, I said fucking. Ang- there's more that you, more people that have got anxiety than you. Okay, and depression is more common than the cold. I said the suicide rate in men is fucking astronomical. It's gone through the fucking roof. I said so. You know, your problems when you're talking and you're moaning are about things that can be resolved quite quickly. Your weight, go to the gym, walk, run, diet. Simple as fucking that. Your boss, if you don't like your job, move. Or ask your boss, or ask yourself why you're pissing and moaning about the boss. Anyway, so I, you know when you get to a point and you're just like, fucking hell. And I was trying to give him a bit of tough love and actually came back straight back to me and said, thanks, I'll take that on note. And um, I said, it was from the heart, mate. And he, he said, okay. And it wasn't until two days later um, he texted me saying, thanks, I've had a real good reflect, I've had a real good listen, and I've reflected on your words, and I've looked back at the historic of the messages, and this is the importance of doing everything properly, and yeah, he was like, I have been really negative, and you kept, I can see you're trying to spin it around, I was like, mate, I'm trying, I'm fucking trying, buddy, and it's the importance of trying to support people, and that's like, you know, that takes a lot, that's a lot of hard work to support somebody, but the power of that is unbelievable, and that's the importance, like I said, you know, there's a double-edged sword there, I've just spoke to you about my the way I was treated, um, and although you could say, you know, I know that there's people, you know, did I did I take it too emotionally? No, I didn't. I did take it emotionally because it was the wrong place at the wrong time. It shouldn't have been done 24 hours before the interview, okay? Those words could have been said afterwards in reflection, afterwards. How do you think it went? I don't think you're ready. You know, that's what I would have done. I would have bigged you up before you went in, etc. So it's just a process. And everybody that I've spoke to has done the same. So he knows he's fucked up massively. Okay, and, and really fucked the friendship up as well, massively, which is really because I, I took that to heart. And um, long story, there's a, a backstory behind that. But the importance of that is, what did that do? I did, because my mental state wasn't where it was two years ago, which is the importance there. And this is why I said it's not a factor. For me personally, it drove me even harder. And that's because of my mindset. So everybody that's fucking told me that I'm 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 incompetent or why am I getting promoted why and this stems from every single boss I've had right from my first fucking boss who was I'd known for 24 years and I walked in and said I wanted to be made up to the lead and he said what do you do this extra literally like fucking completely chinned me up completely mugged me off and I walked out and I went I'm going home. He said, what? I said, fuck you. <laughs> and I walked out because I was like, and then he came back in, massive apology, pay rise, etc. But, but he said it. He'd all, he said those words. So now I was hell bent on going, right, I'm going to like, I'm going to show you the standard, which I did, got the standard high and then I fucked off. I went, right, that's it, done. I showed you what you could have had. You're a fucking prick. Piss off. And then I get to the next boss and then I get to, in my, my first one, when I joined the civil service at the time, Bosh, Complete fucking arsehole treating me like shit. Next one, put me fucking to shame in front of people. <laughs> and you just think, fucking hell. And now this one's done exactly the same. You just think, there's four bosses in a row have treated me like utter shit at, my, at the pertinent point of my career, my life. You know, when I'm making big changes, those people have fucking shot me in the face <laughs> with a fucking shotgun. So what I did is I, because I, I, I changed my mindset two years ago, because I was like, podcast was going, I was strong, I was, things were changing, I was feeling gusto spirited, yes, let's get stuck in. I just went, right, I'm going to use all that anger just to fucking drive me, I'm going to drive my knowledge, drive my education, I'm going to drive excellence, as they say. <laughs> but I was just determined to use that to use that negativity, and I did the same exactly the way that I was spoken to in that meeting. I was I hardly said a word, and I left and went. I've got the job. That's what I said to myself. I I and I swear on my life, I fucking I turned my fucking chair after I'd clicked out of the meeting from him, and I said, Oh, I've got the job. Because I was that focused on getting that fucking job, that I said. I went and did a presentation. I fucking nailed the presentation. I spent four hours rehearsing my presentation so I could say it pervatum with all the details in it. I, I learned it. I walked in and I went, bosh. My presentation got a fucking seven. They were like, your presentation was commendable. The feedback on it was um, admirable. Uh, admirable um, fucking hell, what was it? 
There was a, there was a, I can't even remember, and that's really wrong of me because I should remember because it was good feedback. But it was about my personality, just basically, like, that was approachable, friendly, admirable, um, confident. And they were like, there was like, that's all he said was just on the on the presentation. So, but that's because I was like, I'm going to get that job. And that's the stress value now because I want that job because I've worked hard. I've set my heart on that because that's the next step for me. And but it's it's interesting how people treat you at, at the most important time in your life. And that's when, you know, when I refer again back, that's the secret leaving. So I stopped. I went, right, OK, you've you've made your bed. Then then you need to lie in it, buddy, because you've treated me like shit. Everybody knows you've treated me like shit. And that's what you have to live with. So I just but for me, the the mental the mental winner for me was I just went, right, okay, done, and, and moved forward, and I kept my strength. So, yeah, you drop other things because it does affect you. It did affect me um, emotionally in the house. I, like I said, I was emotionally charged, so I was shouting. I, I upset my daughter, which I've spent fucking four, three or four days apologising for, but the stress level there was just uncalled for. But I had all these little mechanisms, all these little joints to, that, that, um, you know, that were kicking in to say, here you go. You know, you've got the right friend. You've got the right friends. These milestones. You've got the right people that you're kicking in. You've got your, you know, you've got the midweek fucking snooker. That's great. That gets you out every Wednesday in a pub, pint, fucking old school, bit of snooker, comp- competition, effing blind and having a good time. That's what it's about. So, you know, for me, that's the, the, the level of, having the right people around that's the importance that's the learning point for me so and and i'm going to offer another little a little win for me is because of my mindset i had amazing colleagues and i mean amazing colleagues i've got four colleagues and they're all completely and utterly different but every single one of them has been so positive but two in particular my uh, uh, are absolutely and they're they're the really amazing females of the group and they are just absolutely so supportive. They're like, one's like a best friend and one's like a best friend mum. You know, they're absolutely incredible. They just look after me. They were like, don't, you know, I spoke to them about the, the, the emotional onset and all this. I had my um, my best friend one saying, he, you know, here you go, get in. You, you've got this. You're, you know, you've got the fucking job and all this sort of stuff. Real positive motions. And I had that from, you know, from from Kieran, my brother, my dad, everyone else, Nelly. The, all of them all said it. Even the Bilster came in. Said, Congratulations. You know, even the, they're all there. They're all giving me the positivity that I need. That's the right people around you, people. That's what you've got to do. So I knew I was set up to win. Yes, sometimes you have to drop certain things. I haven't been as on my fitness as I as I should be because I've been emotionally exhausted. Unfortunately, it does drive you down. It, when it feels like bullying, it does drive you down. But I've had, and I did, I was ill towards the tail end of the week and so with my colleagues. We've all been ill. I know it's going something around, but it's the end of the year as well. The temperatures drop in. But I knew I'd, I knew I'd got myself into burnout situation. But I didn't get into full burnout because I had the right mechanisms around me. I've got people talking to me on a regular basis, just saying, how's things going? What you've been up to? I had I had the Bilster today send me a photo of um, the cheese board that I'd, uh, I'd, I'd um, etched in, laser etched in a, a design I drew for him uh, on a cheese board. And uh, it was a gift for him when I left uh, Middle Wallop. Ironically, I gave him a gift for me leaving. <laughs> so, but there you go. Um, but he showed me, and I, it was in pristine condition. And it was, this was like two years ago, uh, two and a bit years ago. And he was like, yeah, still in pr- pristine condition. I was like, mate, that's that makes me feel great. Number one, I would forgot I did it. And it was really nice to see my artwork side of things. Um, and it was really interesting in, like, he was sharing that still, and he's like, I absolutely love it. And I was like, mate, that's true friendship. You know, that's that's what it's about. You know, that you've got a gift you thoroughly enjoy. It reminded you of me, which is what I love, because you've got it out. You've used the cheese. You know, you've cut the old cheese, mate. Don't fart, but cut the cheese. You've cut the cheese and you've gone fucking James Bosch. That's the importance of that's why I do these things. I do these things to remind people, you know, because I want to be a reminder. And if I've given you a gift, you've been a really important part of my life in some capacity 
So I want to be reminded. I want you to be reminded of me so we can keep talking because life can catch up with you. And what I mean by that is sometimes you can't help not talking to people. You really can't. You just, you know, one week goes by. There's times where I've gone, fuck, I haven't seen my mum and dad for like fucking fucking two months. They live fucking eight miles down the road. (laughs) But you just get caught up in life. And you're trying to manage your own success and your own losses and your own emotions. So we all go through these things. But the importance is you'll never feel alone if you have the right people around you. And I mean that. You'll never, ever, ever feel alone if you have the right people around you in whatever capacity. Even if it's a person that you know you have a good friendship with and you talk to them every couple of weeks, every couple of months, doesn't matter. You get the mechanisms in the place to do the good stuff in between those and and I've got some very good friends and that's the importance that's the importance of friendship and that's one of the biggest life lessons I think for me talking about what I've learned over the year is the friendship is the is the most important thing to get me through and it's it's got me through my hard times it's got me through my good times it's created memories um, it's created long-lasting friendships it's it's done all sorts it's made me fucking cry. <laughs> it's it's upset me. You know, I've had friendships that have upset me, you know, and, and, and that's because I do normally put all of my heart and soul into a friendship. So when I do get hurt, it's, it fucking really does hurt badly, which is why you know, when I offer trust to people, it's an important thing for me. And it's so easily cascaded aside now, isn't it? Trust. And I think that's the importance is when you find, and I will say this, so when you find someone that is a really good friend and you know they're a really good friend whatever you do in every single day whatever you do every day if that person means that much to you and is that valued in your life and they do that much positivity for your life make sure you talk to them daily try in some sort of capacity there's technology is out there so often now that if that person really does make a difference to you, then obviously they've put something into there, into your friendship, that's made it worthwhile for you to hold on to it. So nurture that. Keep hold of that. I literally talk to my mate every single fucking day. I talk to my, my mate every... And I, it's genuine. I, I, and I don't even talk to my fucking missus that often. But I make sure I talk to my friend every single fucking day. And, and no matter what, Monday to f- fucking seven days a week, 365 days a year. And that's the importance. And then we're growing into becoming adults properly and, and getting into more for 24, baby, where we're talking about getting ourselves more for 24, getting more future things. Every single person that has got a key place in my life, even even colleagues um that have been through and gone, I'm still talking to because they're important people to me. I like to mention, I go through this little focus point in my brain of like, who have I talked to? Who am I talking to? Who have I not mentioned? <laughs> All these sorts of things. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up there because I think I have uh, spoke. I just really want to get some stuck into some positivity, you know. Um, it's, it's it's a very glum place. We are, get, I mean, we're slowly getting better, um, but it is cold. It's, uh, you know, we, we're... It's in better days, but we are getting there. We are really are, and and I think that the importance of this process of you listening to me and you taking charge of um your own mental health and your own future, your own aspirations, your own path, because that's what I've done. I don't to the point where I genuinely don't care if people. If, I'm, I've told everybody I'm like Marmite, but if you don't like me, then I don't. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. It's just just fucking move aside then. And if you do like me, then come in. Let's have a fucking good time. Let's have a fucking positive future. I don't, I don't. I try not to get upset about the the little things, and I genuinely don't. Normally, um, I am doing better in my emotional stance in that sense because I am self aware. I do and I do know I react to things. I do know I've I've, I've I'm more uh, there's more clarity in my brain than there has ever been. Um, through the fog of fucking shit that I go through on a daily basis. But what I mean is that the fog is thinning. You know, it's getting stronger because I'm taking charge of the right things in my life. And that's sticking to my path, sticking to my goal. Going with that next leap. And and, and, and I say it's a leap of faith. Even this job is a leap of, leap of faith. I'm jumping into a realm I, I've never been. I'm, I'm going to be into the senior side of things. I'm, I'm, this is a new start for me. 
And it is a leap of faith. And that's where I know that the right people, the people behind me, will be there for me every day. If I phone someone up and go, fuck, I'm struggling, I need a bit of a hand. I know that those people around me will help me. Because they're the right people. I know friends that will go, fucking hell, I'll go, mate, I'm stressed, I need to get out tonight. And, um, you know, go for a fucking, you know, go for a, a, a pint or whatever, or just go for a chat. I know I've got people that will do that. It's even to the point where the positivity and the outcome of this. And so I, you know, the last few days uh, where I've rested up and recuperated, I've really given myself, taken charge. Such the positives are I feel better. I do. I am looking. I've, I've calmed down. I've taken charge of the emotions. The right people have kicked in the right information to make me feel good, to get me through those times. And I'm making the right actions against the people that have been negative. And ultimately what that's done is keep the rhythm. It's keeping my battle rhythm. It's keeping me going. And that's the importance. That's the focus of everything. Is making sure that you've got the right people around you. You, you, you talk up. You promote positivity. And you just have yourself that goal. I mean, there's plenty of others. Don't worry, there's plenty of others to talk about. But it's just about having the positivity. And promoting the positivity. Because you don't realise that you, by you promoting positivity you are indirectly driving other people that may not be having as positive as time as you and that's the importance of being positive i know for a fact that when i chat to my uh, chat to my best mate if he's feeling a bit glum i'll be like dude that was a bit of a shit message that's not like you because i know them i know they're out of character and he'd be like no i'm having a good time fucking right let's get let's get let's do this let's do that let's get something going and that's the, that's the importance of understanding people, acknowledging them, knowing who they are, how they react, how they behave. That's true friendship. And it's a very, 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 very rare commodity. I, I know that for a fact. Um, anyway, oh, and I will say as well, positively coming up as well, um, just in terms of uh, my approach in life at the moment and how positive I feel is... Um, I've invited someone around my house, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but it's um, it's a, someone that not re it's a family friend um, with my mum and dad to have a little bit of a party just to try and get over my anxiety about having fucking people in the house that aren't normally like just Kieran. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or my brother. Um, and it's, yeah, so I'm making positive changes. I'm pushing the boundaries. doesn't sound like a lot, but lockdown has. And, and lockdown and working from home is, is, I think two years of working from home has really affected me. So I'm trying to take charge of that. I'm trying to fucking get stuck in um and, and make those changes uh i'm going out for a meal with my brother as well um fucking i'm having a party around here in the in the clock and balls there's so much going on over the over the christmas period that i'm super excited and i can't fucking wait i cannot wait so anyway i, I keep going then i keep you know thanks very much for listening to me i really really appreciate your time um nurture the positivity around you focus on that positivity um even if you know you're having a bad day it, try to ignore it i know that sounds really sort of i don't know counterintuitive and it, you, it's hard to ignore things but if it's a bad day just go with it you, we all have bad days there's days where i just don't want to fucking be here i don't want to get out of bed i struggle like fuck some days but i just go that's the day it is that's a mental health day i don't care i'm stressing out I, i'm taking that day to myself and that's the importance and then as soon as you're fully fit fucking drive 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 Anyway, babies, let's go. Um, I'll speak to you soon. Take care of yourself. And uh, I love you all millions. Take care. Bye-bye.